Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, March the 7th, 2023. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci it is. Uh, here at Chop Studios right here in Matawan, New Jersey. Coming to you guys live. I uh, hope everybody's doing well out there. And when I say live, we're recording at 8 o'clock in the morning. And whenever you guys consume this, we thank you. Like the video. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we got a big week. Actually, I'm going to spring this on you now as I see the laptop's dead. It's amazing. We are two for two lately uh, with laptops. Is that right? How do you... All right, you're one of those guys. Like, you are one of those guys. Like, I, for the life of me, I, for the life of me, your phone is alive, right? Where are you at? Oh, my God. See, that, that's an anxiety attack it's for like me. It's like 8 a.m. and my phone's on 7%. Right. Like, you Seven. are one of those people that let you live on the edge. You're like, well, phone's going to die. I guess I can't do this, that, or the other. Like, if my phone gets under 80%, I start to, like, sweat. Bro, my phone has not... Laptop left, too. Well, my laptop's my actually phone coming. has not left above like forty percent. I sometimes get lucky when when Ash plugs in my phone before I go to sleep. Other than that, if I, if that's the, I just literally I have to stand by a wall twenty four seven so I could operate. Oh God, that is not that's not a way to live, ladies and gentlemen. That's not a way to live. So if you want to go along on something, go along on my battery <laughs> on this on the Mojo Market. But I'll tell you, short his battery I'll life. I'll tell you this though, right now it, by the dip. Honestly, my battery is really low, but there's a very good chance that I charge it later on tonight, so you could get some wow. gains. Wow, all right. Well, right? <laughs> look into that. It's very well played. You've got to have to use your multipliers on Dave's, <laughs> on Dave's battery. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into some NBA, guys. Um, big slate, uh, not so much big slate, but good slate last night. You know who I talked to yesterday, right before the games? Mm, I talked to no. the prop beaver. Oh. I did. I said, you know what, dude? Try your luck with this. I Listen, there's a guy. He's a friend of ours. He's on the Sauce Network. Friend of ours. And he he loves to do all the prop bets. And he is sometimes he slings and he slays, right? So I'm just like, here's here's a couple props I want you to take a look at. Guy hits three out of four. So he like he he's so maybe we're gonna have the prop beaver on as a guest. I would love to. I would love to because I think that he's he's really good with this stuff. He could break it down. He did think there was one sus suspect thing last night, and it comes within the Cleveland Boston game. We'll get into Cleveland and Boston in depth in a little bit, but Donovan Mitchell's suspect line was like eighteen points. Eighteen points was his over under. Spider drops 40. <laughs> so it's like, and, and and that was the one he missed. And he's like, that looks too suspect. There's something wrong. Like, I'm going to go under. I'm going to short that. You know, and I was just like, I get, I he, get he why got, he, he did. He got out sharped. That's <laughs> what happens. He, he was going sharp. But it's all good. The beef, three out of four, we're going to take that. Right off right? the rip, right? I mean, he yeah. just he nails it. Yeah. Um, honestly, should have been four out of four. That would have been four out of four. If, if you just played your cards right on, on Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so he goes for 40. The Boston Celtics have lost again. Is there's like what is broken in Boston right now? Because they lost to the Nets, they lost to the is Knicks Brown, twice. Is Jalen Brown back? Jalen Brown went for Jalen Brown actually. Matter of fact, I know that he, was he out, goes over on his points. Thirty two over against the Knicks last week, right? Did he play? He played in all the games since the Knicks game. I want to assume so. I mean, I since so. the, that I was that was, was just Sunday. Day to day. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about even the game before that. I don't even know if he played. He played the Nets, and the and the Nets beat him handedly. No, didn't they play the Knicks twice in the last week? Yeah, the Knicks and Jalen Brown missed one. The first game and Tatum got ejected. Okay. But, um, but yeah, the honestly, Celtics are reeling, bro. It's not just it's not just the Knicks game. It's the the past week, two weeks, like you said. They weren't. They're not playing well. They're five and five in their last ten, which is not Celtics basketball from this season thus far. And with the 76ers last night beating the Pacers, 
they're right there. They're two games behind that three spot, uh, two spot. So I'm looking at the, the 76ers from last night. By the way, you know how last week I got really, really, really excited about uh, the Knicks scoring a buck 42? And I was like, wow, man, this is great. I can't believe they scored so many points. Um, the 76ers beat the Pacers 147 to 143 in regulation. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. Hold, pump the brakes here. Why is there so many points? Where is the deep? It's like the All Star game. There was a game again. the other day that was like 176 to 150. Well, I mean, that was probably double overtime, uh, overtime or maybe at least one overtime or something like that. But the, like, I know whatever how it was, close? whatever it was, was a record. Most how? points in a game. So maybe it was regulation. I mean, the, the, where's well, the defense? Couldn't have been, could not have been regulation. <laughs> no way. Talking about this guy scored. These guys scored. Averaging fifty a quarter. Two hundred and eighty-seven points combined in a four-quarter game. That's a lot of buckets. And look, if you were in on, you know, again, the Pacers and 76ers, I, I Again, you, you look at the seventy six. By the way, not to cut myself off, which I just did. Joel Embiid, nineteen of nineteen from the free throw line. That's huge. Can't foul. Can't hack a can't hack an Embiid. <laughs> That's not gonna work because if the guy can hit all those free throws, you cannot do that come playoff time because that's a problem. Not to segue into the Knicks, but like that will be a problem down the stretch. I think, you know, um, their center Mitchell Robinson, he can't hit the broad side of a barn when he's at the free throw line. I think he's true, like forty eight percent. Yeah, well, that the, ain't good. The good thing is he's he's not really. They're not running the offense through him. Almost at all. In fact, so he's going to just clean up here or there on the offensive board. He's got the NBA record for field goal percentage in a season. Ever. What does he have? One for one? No, but that well, that's the thing. It's a it's a low, but it qualifies. But he qualifies. And he also knows what he's good at. Meaning, like, get him under the paint, he's gonna flush it home. He's not taking oh, fadeaway so jumpers. So he's an American he's not- center? <laughs> Basically, it's like back to the basket, right? Two dribbles, turn around, head put, fake, put it off the glass. Yeah, right. That's what he's been doing. But that's where I get worried because a guy like Joel Embiid goes out there, doesn't miss a free throw. I wonder if you what remove the audio from that little scene, and I'm just like doing my head fakes, <laughs> head fake, head fake, trying to imitate an American center. While you sound like uh, you know, you sound. You, um, it looks like uh, was NBA Jam. You ever, did you play that game at least? Yes. Okay. I, I, look, I have to ask you. Like, I light you up in NBA. Jam. First of all, light you up. Not even remotely, bro. Close. Do you remember the? Um, He's on fire. Do you remember when you got to use the code to be the mascots? Yes. Yes. Like the Timberwolves mascot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. Suns mascot. Whew, such a good game. It was a good game. It's, it's, it's He's bef- heating up. <laughs> Before he can't buy a bucket. <laughs> what about the shot? The guy predicted a miss. Throws up a brick. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. You don't even know if I'm going to make it or not. Uh, that, that was them being smarter than you. Uh, but anyway, going back to um, basketball for a second. So Jalen Brown goes over on his prop bet. The Atlanta Hawks went out there and lost to the Heat 130-128. Another high-scoring game. But ice Trey Young because he was cold. <laughs> and he did not hit his three-point uh, prop bet. He goes hmm. one of five from three last night. What's up? Ice Trey Young. So if he was if he was hot, then he would hot Trey Young. No, you can use Ice Trey Young in multiple ways. Yeah, ice Trey because like he's cold, or Ice Trey is like, like ice, ice my veins. veins. Yeah. There we go. No, um, Ice Trey Young was cold as ice yesterday <laughs> and stunk. So, that's uh-huh. <laughs> still my favorite guy in the world. All right, so that is basically the NBA. The Knicks are back in action tonight. They're looking for their 10th straight win, so excited to see them back. They got Charlotte tonight. They should take care of business tonight. Charlotte seems to be a uh, team without a, a cause right now. Um, so, again... Great night out of the prop beaver. Great night out of your prop bets. Again, usually 
these uh, the the numbers are set around I don't know three four o'clock. You have enough due diligence and not enough time to do your research, look at the splits. You know, do your do your do your math. Do the do the old uh, prop math that you guys do over there. The analytics. Um, switching gears, NFL. Mm-hmm. Big day yesterday. Huge day actually yesterday within the market. Uh, Mojo market involved. Free agency, franchise tag, everything. We could start with some news that you'll have to be patient on. Calvin Ridley is not on the Mojo market yet. You have to wait on that, but he's been reinstated into the NFL. It should be in the next couple days. Yeah, no, they're going to work out. Because, look, the free agency is going to alter these guys' prices up and down. So, Calvin Ridley, keep your eye on that. The first domino to fall fell yesterday in the quarterback market. Derek Carr agrees to a four-year, $150 million contract with the New Orleans Saints. And, I listen, I think this is a good fit for him. I think, you know, right away, Michael Thomas took to Twitter. Thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Thomas might not be there. <laughs> so it's like you might want to thank Jesus for something else. Um, but I, I look at this contract, and I say to myself, good deal for the Saints. The cap is a myth. And how do you give somebody his age over $100 million new dollars? Because that's what it's going to turn out to be. He gets $60 million guaranteed at signing. Can you imagine, by the way? Here's your contract signed. Oh, here's your $60 million deal. I can't Right away. I know we can't. Yes. Maybe one day. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, But what I'm saying is $60 million, $10 million roster bonus. So 70, almost half of the deal is done up front already. So the Saints are all in. My question is this. One, do you think it's a good contract? Two, do you think the Jets at least made an offer? And he was, they were outbid or out circumstances. Yeah, I do think the Jets made an offer. Okay. I think that the guaranteed money was probably the, the thing that pushed it over the top for the Saints. <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad deal. I think it's on par. Um, they were talking about him maybe getting a little south of 35. But then when you start seeing quarterback money going being talked about, Gino got a 35 mil. Uh, Gino, <laughs> his salary this year is $53 million. Gino got $35 million a year annually. We're talking about uh, Daniel Jones about to get $40 mil annually. When we're looking at those two numbers, yeah, Derek Carr is they got a really good deal on Derek Carr. I think he's clearly far and away better than those two guys. And when we're talking about quarterbacks now, Derek Carr, he's had one serious injury with his back, but has had Did he do something three, to his ankle, too? Yeah, but that's— He missed the playoff game over it? Didn't break anything. There's no structural mm. damage. He mm. had a back—he had a fracture in his back a couple years back after the—I think it was 2018, 2017. One of those seasons where they were expected to do well. They went made the playoffs, and then they kind of fell flat. All time. After my man Tony Romo, too. O- outside Shit. of that injury, which he has then played— multiple straight seasons without coming out of games so the injury is no lingering effects uh the nfl they protect quarterbacks now he's what just north of 30 maybe 32 33 years old yeah and when we're looking at these deals if you really break it down i'm sure there's an out after two years because it's so front loaded that look do they expect to get the quarter do they expect the quarterback to be there for the next two seasons i would say probably most of that guaranteed money goes through the first two seasons they could they could get out of that deal if they so chose but when you're when you're signing this guy, it's not it's very rare that you see a free agent quarterback of this caliber hit the open market. Yeah. It's one thing to hit, you know, be franchise. Oh, he's in open market, meaning you could sign wherever you want with no restrictions. Tom Brady and no compensation. Tom Brady was in that situation when he signed with the Bucks. He could have went anywhere. He could have went anywhere, but did the Patriots get compensation? No, no. Are no. you sure? It was outright done. It was done. The contract was over. It was never renewed. It was done. Yeah, but there's even even still when you lose a guy to free agency, 
You get a comp pick. You get a comp pick. Sometimes. Unless the, unless the, the roster move is made before the league year ends. Or, or There's a lot of different stipulations. In this case, the Raiders got nothing because they just extended him in the year before that. So I don't know the language on the Brady thing, but it's neither here nor there. Here's, I think here's, it's a very just, good deal. Just to piggyback off very that. Very good deal. He is 32 years old. You were right on that. Um, there are There is no guaranteed salary. This contract is, is through 2027. There's no guaranteed salary starting in 2025. So there's the out. There's your out so right it's, there. It's like, yeah, this is the nature of the beast. They anticipate having to pay him all four years. Ready for the cap number this year? Seven for the Saints. That's Seven a very good million deal. dollars. It, it's turning out. As I'm looking at more details, this is turning out to be a very good deal for the Saints. Now I'm just wondering why the Jets couldn't do this. Why? What? What deterred? Couldn't Derek Carr have gone back to the Jets and say, "Hey, listen." This is the structure of this new deal. Can you match it? Can you imagine the Jets saying, nah, fam, well, we're good? Well, Because they're not. Two things. One, I think that there could be some legs now that Nathaniel Hackett is in New York, and there could be a thing where, like, they're talking and saying, like, no, we're, we're – Rodgers – the Jets know more about there, what Rodgers There's one report. Trey Wingo came out last night. I don't know if Trey Wingo's in the, in the circle. He's not. But he did report last night that there was communication last night between the Jets and the Packers and that Aaron Rodgers is open to playing for the Jets. That is the latest report on that. You said it, Nate, Nate, Nate Hackett's over there as the OC. So if the Jets are like, oh, well, Rodgers does want to go where we got Hackett in here just to do this recon, and then we're going to fire him. <laughs> no, they're not going to fire him. Him and Rodgers are, are in love. The, they're going to... I think Rodgers goes to the Jets, and I think that's the Jets knew this, so maybe they made an offer or maybe they didn't, but if they didn't, it's because they have some inside information. Maybe maybe the Packers will get a 25th round pick for the tampering that the Jets are doing. There you go. Like, um, just to piggyback, or the, at least a little, shed a little bit more light on the Derek Carr situation, as of yesterday, when he signed the deal, he goes up 2% on his overall stock, so Good for anybody who's invested in Derek Carr. Uh, he's the 12th highest-ranked quarterback on Mojo. He's right behind Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, you're not going to believe this, is open to a restructure. Oh. <laughs> wow, breaking news. Um, you knew that was coming, and he's ahead of Jared Goff. His price right now is sitting around pretty, $71.68. Now, with the news, also, trickle-down effect. Chris Alave up 1%, again, just on his overall stock. Um you would assume that this is the better quarterback for Olave outside of Derek Carr. I mean, outside of, I'm sorry, Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston, who apparently Jameis Winston will be released, according to Adam Schefter, said there's going to be a cap casualty. They're not going to be able to afford Jameis Winston anymore. Now Jameis Winston hits the open market. I think he would be a great fit for a couple teams. I really do. As long as he, you know. As what? I mean, do you think, all right, if you're the Carolina Panthers, would you take Jameis Winston or Sam Darnold? I'm taking James Winston, um, and it's not to me. It's not close. I don't know about that. No, like I, I, and you I'm, know me. I'm a big James Winston yeah, fan, you are. but he's just had really bad injuries the last couple sure, of seasons sure. that have derailed him. And even when he's fully healthy, he's still you. You know what you're getting out of him. I don't think there's going to be much improvement. I think Sam Darnold is still somewhat of a lottery ticket. Yeah, still somewhat of a lottery ticket. I don't see James like doing the Geno thing down the line. Um, so Derek, as much as I like him, so Derek Carr uh, does his deal. Congratulations to him. How about this? It's neither guy. They're going to have a different quarterback. You would it's assume. Jimmy you G. would assume it's going to be somebody. Else. They won't have Geno Smith, as you just mentioned before. Geno Smith stays on with Seattle. No franchise tag needed over there. They give him a 
boatload of money to front load that contract, but he's going to be there for the next three years. Congratulations to Geno, who has now made more money with Seattle than he did in his entire career with the Jets and the Giants. So that's, again, comeback story. Gotta love it. I'm genuinely happy for the guy. Um, interesting news. Outside of Tony Pollard getting tagged, that means Dalton Schultz is going to walk. Um, so that's interesting, Josh I guess, Jacobs in the tight end market. Tagged. Huh? Jacobs. Josh Jacobs got tagged. Um, the more interesting stuff that I saw yesterday on the Mojo market I saw this first on the market before I saw the rumors, right? So yesterday I see Hassan Haskins went up like 19%, 19%, but at one point I believe it was up 32% yesterday. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Did Derrick Henry retire? Like what, what just went down? So there's rumors now that the Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. Um, it, it really leads to the, every, the majorities of people's points to not pay the running backs this kind of money because now they're sitting there he carries a, a lot of balls but he carries a 16.6 million dollar cap hit this year the titans for the titans the titans also released bud dupree so like all of a sudden and, and a week ago they released taylor luan and they released robert woods and like the titans are in a complete i don't want to say free fall but it looks like they're making all the moves possible to get themselves under the cap um the Derrick Henry thing is interesting because, I, I mean, you would think the guy's got tread left, but I think maybe his age and because of the wear and tear, maybe they're looking to try to restructure him. Maybe. They're not going to be able to restructure him because, I mean, I'm not doing it. As a running back at that age with that amount of carries, the restructure is absurd. He's about yeah. to turn 30. Uh, he's 29 years old. He's played seven years in the league. Um this year, his yeah, his cap is sixteen million. Next year and the year after that, it goes down to five and then four. But he, they are void years, so they can literally get out of this thing with about a nine million dollar so dead here's cap. What's going to end up happening? They're going to try to trade him. They're going to trade him. Yeah, he's going to get traded, but it's going to be to a team that has money to spend this year, and they're close. I don't see a team that's not a contender trading for Derrick Henry. So you could, I could see. An Eagles trade. What? I could see <laughs> Come a Bills. On. I could see a Bills trade. That's and that's really outside. Wonderful. Outside of those two, that's the only trade that I could really see happening. That's a wonderful move. Eagles for less likely. I could see the Bills, and this is completely. I have zero idea about what's going on and who's talking. I'm just looking around and seeing, like, in a position to take on 16 million, because that's what it's going to be. You're going to get the player for next to nothing, because there's not going to be a big market for for Derrick Henry. There's really not. It's going to say. Is anybody willing to take on this contract? We don't even need anything in return. You give us a fourth round. Like, Derrick Henry's going to get traded for less than you. Who gets more compensation if on the trade market, Henry or Zeke? Derrick Henry. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Der I agree. Zeke's getting cut. <laughs> I agree. Zeke's free. I don't know if Zeke's like, getting cut, but yeah. Well, we'll see. if he doesn't get cut, then he's going to be a cowboy. There's not getting traded. No, he's you not know? getting traded. So... But I'm interested. This Derrick Henry thing is very, very interesting, especially within. Obviously, he's one of the top dogs on the Mojo well, market. What does a new scene for him? Derrick, I'm not trading for Derrick Henry. If I'm if I'm an NFL GM, but you just said if you're right there, I am not trading for Derrick Henry because of the injury situation is still prevalent, and and because you're going to have to take on 16 million this mm. year, that could that could end up hurting you in the long run. When it comes to this season, needing to make moves mid-year, if you're if you're tied into a running back at 16 mil, he better be putting you over the top. But the beauty of it is, it's a it'll be a one-year rental, so there's outs after this year. That's why I say a contender. Mm. You know, a Rams type situation where they were a couple of years ago. It's like let's just add this extra piece, 
put us over the top. You imagine Derrick Henry on the Bills? No, I can't because that'll just be straight dominant. I think the Bills are going to add a a, a nice piece at running back position. You would Maybe think. Miles Sanders, honestly. We'll see what the Eagles do over there at the running back situation. It seems like these guys, like, look, like even the Chiefs, the Chiefs are making significant moves, but not it's it's subtraction. And, you know, the, those are significant. They're about to lose Orlando Brown. They didn't franchise tag him. He will get big money somewhere. Somewhere. It might you, be the Chiefs. I don't know, man. If they weren't willing to franchise tag him, I can't see them going long term. Um, I was looking at the odds for where the free agents may land, according okay. to Vegas, and and he the Chiefs were number two on his. So they, who they, jumped? Who's over them? Um, what do you mean? Who's the number one? I think it was the Ravens. Okay. Wasn't that where you got drafted? Bear, or the Bears. Oh, the Bears got the most money. Yeah, they get so the most money I, to I don't play know with. who was number one, but I just remember seeing him staying was like a very realistic option. The, They're the, trying to keep him. The Vikings got worse. <laughs> Their defense gets worse, but they do save $9 million. They released Eric Kendricks. Um, I don't really, again, when you're when you're bad. Probably released Darius Smith, too, or they might have done that already. They haven't done it yet, but that wouldn't be another weird move. I feel like you're... These, these teams, they spend this money, and because they don't get, like, one-year production out of them, it's like, that's it. The leash is so short in the NFL when it comes to these guys. And, and remember, Zadarius Smith had an inked deal in Baltimore for about five minutes, and then he went back and did the Anthony Barr and then re and, and signed with the Vikings. Um, it'll be interesting, man. Look, the franchise tag deadline is today, so you will see more tags given out. Again, we talked about Pollard, Jacobs, um, who else got that? Evan Ingram got tagged. So there are plenty of guys that are, have gotten the tag. Listen, it's not a requirement also. You don't have to use it. It's just an option for these teams to buy themselves some time until July. The From now until July is your window to extend them. If you can't get anything done by July, I think it's like the middle of July, it, you can't do it anymore until next year. He hits the open market or you have to franchise him again. So you have that buffer. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, for guys like Tony Pollard, I know they, they were working out a deal. But, again, I read on Twitter, uh, one of my good Cowboys colleagues, uh, Jay Tuck, he said, and, and I guess I'm guilty of this, I was happy for Pollard to get the tag after an, an injury. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's just showing you that the Cowboys are invested. They want to do something long-term, so they tagged you. He said, why is anybody, anybody, congratulating these people on the tag? They don't want to get tagged. Some guys don't mind it, and it's, because they understand this, the nature of their, either their position. Like Evan Engram, I think, is in a position right now where he's like, all right, I understand. I'll take my, my whatever, $10 million this year. Because they're mad. Like, year. what was he doing before all this? You know what I mean? Like, his lost and, cause before and Jacksonville. And if he has another good season, he's going to get a massive deal. So when you're in a spot now where it's like, there is obviously inherent risk playing the NFL, but I don't think Evan Engram will get a massive deal right now. And Probably it's not, not. worth. And it's not worth. And the tight end market is very, like, it's very tight knit, meaning like all the players that are on the tight end market are relatively similar in skill. You know, the Gaseckis, the Schultzes, the Ingrams of the world, the Mercedes Lewis's, the Tanyans. Yeah, they're I all mean, they're you, all like is, is Evan Ingram a much better player in Jacksonville than he was in New York, or is or is he being used better? I, it's just you know what's crazy about the tight end position in the NFL? Outside of like Kelsey, Dallas Goddard's coming on, Zach Ertz has fallen fell off a little bit because he's gotten banged up, but like the tight ends. The Even upper Andrews was down the year. Andrews year. had a down year. Uh, Darren it's Waller tough. now tough, has to deal with tough. a new quarterback. It's tough, and that's why, Crazy. honestly, as much as I hate Travis Kelsey, it really like, highlights bounds, how my good God. he is because he's just consistent every year. We saw Andrews looking at as like the next guy that's going to overtake Kelsey for the top tight end. It's not going to be for another 11 or 13 years. 
If at all. If ever. And it if won't ever. be. So, 11 or 13 years, that's not happening. Um, there is an article on NFL.com right now. As I scroll down, uh, down, it was written by Greg Rosendahl. I like his work over there. Players who could be underpriced or overpriced. So, right, I'm just looking at this. I'm scrolling down. Darius Slayton. Interesting. It's an interesting one because the Giants had nobody last year. And Daniel Jones is about to, like, speaking of Daniel Jones, you might be dead on with this, with the number that you said he was going to get. I think it's blasphemy if Daniel Jones gets $40 million a year. But that, that might be what happens today. You know, like today it's either him or Barkley. One of those guys is getting their long-term deal. Can you imagine we live in a world that none of these guys get a deal and no franchise tag is used in New York and both of them in the free market? What's going to end up happening this year with the Giants is that they're going to use the tag on whoever they're not able to work out a long-term deal with. They're trying to actively work out a long-term deal with both guys. But by the come uh, but come week one, both these guys will be playing on long-term deals. We'll I don't see. think that they're going to use the franchise tag and keep the either player on there. They're going to just use that to extend that negotiating period. So let's just pretend. I mean, let's, let's play, look into the crystal ball. Let's just pretend today that Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show today and says, I'm coming back to play. I'm very interested in playing for the Jets. And all of a sudden that materializes and happens. And then Rodgers is a Jet, right? Then you look at the quarterback market. Is there anybody else that like jumps off the board at you that will land in a spot where they could start? And I'm talking about like the Baker Mayfields of the world, which I know you're not a fan of. But then there is Jimmy G. Like Jimmy G is still floating around there. Does he get a starting gig with all of the now hype on the three, four quarterbacks in the draft? Is he a stopgap guy? What's the story with Jimmy G? What's your prediction going into the new league? Year? I would say there's one team that doesn't have a real starting quarterback in. I mean, you could say Sam Howell in Washington is their guy going into the season. If that Carson right? Wentz is a free agent, I and don't know where he's going to. They don't up. really have a pick high enough to get one of these top three guys that they're talking about, or top four potentially. I would say Commanders are, or the the Colts. I think the Colts, for the sole purpose of I think what I think the Colts are going to do, is I think they are going to mortgage uh, the, for whatever reason. I got this feeling now that the Colts are going to mortgage a lot to get up, go get Anthony Richardson. Also sign Jimmy G, and there's your quarterback of the future and your guy that's going to play for the next two years, and then Richardson can just be called upon, had uh, a la some injury or a la some performance issues. But I think that both of those quarterbacks had the Indy. That's yeah. my prediction and with Jimmy Sam G. Sam Ellinger becomes a, a practice squad quarterback. <laughs> it's a weird market out there, man. It's a weird. That's a really weird thing. Um, what's not weird is to follow us. You should do that. Pay attention to everything. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, that's how I found out about the Derrick Henry stuff. I was on the app, and I was on the Twitter and all that stuff. So at Mojo, M-O-J-O, they're on top of everything. Join the Discord, which is also a daily conversation of everything going on uh, throughout the course of the week, all your rules, all your suggestions. It's all taken into consideration over there. Uh, so do that. Big, big day in the NFL today. We'll cover the rest of the tags tomorrow. We'll also cover the guys that are going to be available for – to go out there and make your money because next Tuesday starts the tampering period where you everybody's going to basically sign their deals wherever they're going to go, and then 15th, they get to ink them. So it's interesting. Nothing is broke from what I'm gathering right now as far as, you know, 8.30 in the morning. But listen, pay attention to the Mojo app. They're on top of everything right now. Just hit, hit the alerts, right? Set those bad boys up. This guy's like Ian Rappaport right now looking, making sure there's nothing popping off right now the last second. I was... I was uh, checking baseball stuff, trying to see when baseball are we going to start stuff. swinging some 
heavy lumber. <laughs> well, uh, right? Aaron Judge went yard ski for the first know, time bro, in the spring I yesterday. To bring up, see, like everyone knows Aaron Judge is a stud, right? Anthony Volpe's on the come up. I cannot wait to start talking about these prospects. Baseball is on the horizon. Look, the Yankees are—they've played like 13 games already, right? Maybe 14 more than games that. Already. I feel like, yeah. They're nine and five. Sure, so, fine. Or maybe something along. Either way, it's been two weeks of spring training baseball, and we're two weeks away from real. Uh, two and a half weeks yeah, away from real baseball. We're here now, so I'm going to start, you know, inserting a little bit of baseball talk into the Mojo Market Report. Um, and I want to say, guys, if you're watching right now and you're and you want to earmark somebody for baseball that's exciting to watch and is not a Yankee, Jordan Walker. Where's he at? The St. Louis Cardinals. What, Bro, is he, he what position was it? Like outfielder, okay. outfielder, and he just hit a bomb. When I'm saying, the crowd gasped. <laughs> Gasps are good. <laughs> In Gasps baseball. are good. They are. Right? They are. Actually, there was a gasp yesterday. Not to piggyback off this. Bomb. Justin Turner. Did you see that? Oh. Wait, God damn. Uh, there's a lot of... Leaking. Just, just get, get, get your head down, or oh, at least no, get out no, the no, way. No, I don't no, know. Man. It's tough. That was tough. Anyway, for Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Back here tomorrow to break down all the franchise tags and the upcoming free agents. We'll see you then. Gasps are good.